Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation watch your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do to stumble through. Hey folks, and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paula Avrucho, and I'm a writer, theatre creator, and marketer. And today we have the wonderful Nicholas Angelo Santo with us. Hello. Hey, can you tell me a bit about yourself, Nick? Uh, hi, I'm Nicholas. I'm an actor, a theatre maker, and a short film creator. Fuck yeah, he's good at all of those things. I have seen evidence. Oh, nice. <laughs> and um, today we are talking about achieving goals through habits. Yeah. Mm. Now, I know that you you and I have like had a lot of discussions about this at length. At length, yeah. At length. Um, it's been on top of my mind lately. Yeah, I, I think it's just like a January thing. Like Everyone's like, new year, new me. Ah. Yeah, and then you suddenly realize this is really hard. Yeah. it's How do I new me? Mm. I'll go back to old me. That's um, easier. Yeah, it's it's so much easier. It, oh, God. Ugh. And like, um, I was thinking about how we set habits and Mm -hmm. we were talking about how many repetitions of doing something in a row it takes to like actually set a habit yeah yeah it was what was it It was like 27 but then like you fall off the wagon so it ends up being more like 30 (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know you gotta find a way to ingrain it in yourself Mm. you like if you're not doing that thing once a day Mm. you're like ah it's like i haven't slept yeah i I got this thing i gotta do Mm. And I wondered if you could tell me a bit about you had you had a really interesting way of breaking down like the things that you wanted to do, not just your goals into tiny little things that you could do as a habit and then so you could make them achievable for yourself. Yeah. So um, for an example, like I wanted to get fit, right? Mm. The answer to that was go to the gym. And uh, like many of us, I started, I was like, all right, I'll set a workout goal. So I'll go there, I'll do a bunch of squats and then some this and that and that and that. And I had like a whole kind of routine set up. And then you'd try that for a couple of days. It'd go good for three days. And then on the fourth day, maybe you wouldn't do the whole thing. So you've gone to the gym, you've worked out, but you haven't completed like the particulars of your workout regime and you kind of feel like a failure and then Mm. it kind of like goes downhill from there and eventually you stop going to the gym. Yeah, because you feel so shit that like, I was meant to do four press-ups, damn it, but I only did one. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, So I kind of realized after a while that I'd already jumped to step two. Step one was to form a habit of going to the gym. So I just changed the goal to go to the gym every day. Doesn't matter. Like there's no workout requirement. It's just at one point during the day, walk (laughs) into the gym. (laughs) 
And the first time I did that, like I said, it, it was like nine o'clock at night. I was like, I got to go every day. So I just walked in and then I, I just had the intention of going in and then going home. And I was like, well, I've come all the way. I might as well jump on the treadmill. And then I was like, well, I might as well do a little of this. And yeah. then, you know, I did a bit of a workout and went home and felt great. And uh, it's kind of worked ever since. Absolutely. I actually, I took your advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to like exercise. Oh, God. <laughs> the dirty word. <laughs> it's a dirty word. Um, and I've found that taking that really has helped because mm. but my only goal is get in the pool. <laughs> just lit, just put, well, step one, put on a swimming costume. Step two, get in the pool. Yeah. And well, when I'm in the pool, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I'll, I guess I could doggy paddle for a while. And then like, I'm already here. yeah. And it's, it's just so much easier once you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm here now. So I can, I can do 10 minutes. And then after 10 minutes, you're like, oh, I can, I can do this. Yeah. And then if you ever find a point that you can't, like your, the goal is getting the pool, right? Mm. But if you ever find a point that you have a couple of days where you've missed it, mm. reset the goal, make it put on swimmers. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So then, you know, once a day you just put on swimmers and then you'll mm. think to yourself, well, I'm already in them. I might as well get Absolutely. in the pool a little bit. And then you work your way back up mm. to get in the pool. That, see, this is so good because like, um, I was talking to Joe in our very first episode of Stumble Through about self-esteem. And we yeah. were talking about how like sometimes we set goals for ourselves, but we kind of use it as self-sabotage mm-hmm. kind of ways. And we're like, oh, I will do this big thing. And then I'm too afraid to try and execute that. Absolutely. Mm. I think we've all been there. Mm. It's a bad thing to do. Um, now, we were talking yesterday. Yeah. And you mentioned how part of what you're working towards with cultivating your habits is to put in, I think you called it a million dollars worth of effort. Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, Well, I said to myself one day, like, I want to make a million dollars doing something, right? But I've never put in a million dollars worth of effort, so I don't even deserve it. And I don't even know what a million dollars of effort is. Mm. Um, So I kind of did this theoretical... um, post-mortem of my career. I imagine myself being 60. All my dreams of fame, fortune, and glory have not been achieved and I'm working some crappy day job, right? Oh, fuck. And I, and I said, I sort of like backtracked. I said, okay, if I end here, what are the things I've done or mm. haven't done to lead to this? Mm. And I came to the conclusion, all I had to do was keep doing what I was doing. Yes. Oh, man, there was... Um, yeah. yeah. So I... Yeah, well, so I was like, wow, I'm... I'm in shit Creek without a paddle right now. And then like that kind of spurred me thinking as to, well, how do I even do a million dollars worth of effort? And then sort of that whole week leading up to that, I was very conscious of death. Like all my dreams centered around death. Mm. And then one day I woke up, it was 24 hours after having the million dollars mm. worth of effort kind of thought. And I was like, I'm afraid of death because I'm not living. Mm. I spend all my free time doing crap that doesn't mean anything to me. I watch Netflix. I go on Facebook. I, you know what I mean? I just bum around. Mm. I choose boredom over anything. Um, and then since then, I've just, I've just gone activity to activity. I gave myself a weekly goal of just go from one task to the next, from, from the moment you wake mm. up to the moment that it's like 30 minutes before bed and you're going to read a book to like chill out. Mm. And it has been a good week. <laughs> Yeah, I feel great. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff. I recommend it for anyone. Yeah, that's, and I feel like it's such a, 
studies have shown that um, when humans are faced with too many options, we mm-hmm. choose none of them. Yeah. So that <laughs> I know that. So, and especially when you're in like the dumps, right? Mm. And you're watching Netflix and like, you know, you should be doing something. Mm. Um, sometimes your mind blanks. You're like, well, what do I do? I don't mm. know where to start. When you're feeling good about yourself, write a list of things you want to do. Mm. You know, you're on the train, you get an idea, add it to the list, yeah. put the list somewhere. And then when you're finding that you're slacking off and you're jerking around and you need to do something, go to the list, just pick something and do it. Mm. And it can be like, it can, it doesn't necessarily have to be like towards a big, big goal. Does it? It can just be like, well, I can change the bin liners. Is that, is that, yeah. does that work? Or would it yeah, be more and then like- the thing is once you've changed the bin liners, mm. what do I do now? So you don't just like, you don't just finish mm. it and then go back to goofing off. Yeah. Because like effort kind of, mm. the thing is you'll feel tired if you sit down. Yes. Oh God. It's so much harder to like regain momentum than it is to just keep going. Even if it's so slow. Oh yeah. It's just easy to be like, I'm just going to take five minutes to walk from here to the kitchen and then a solid 10 to change the bins. But that's still better than me sitting down. And then an hour later, I'm like, oh, I have to get up now. (laughs) Yeah. So you come home from work. You're like, oh, I finished at work. I'm tired. I'm going to relax now. But you've come Mm. home from work. Like that's your day job. That's Mm. your money. Now it's time to like carve a career yeah so instead of coming home and and chilling out just pick something even if it's mediocre Mm. and just just do it yeah and then you know you'll still have momentum and you'll be like oh i can do something else and just just keep going until Mm. it's time to go to bed yeah that that's so good and like we were talking about how um in terms of how we choose boredom Mm -hmm. and how we like we have so many options offered to us I, i was thinking about how that's kind of in a way, what all the algorithms want us to do. Like algorithms are made to be addictive, right? Like Mm -hmm. they have the endless scroll. We have all these colors and all these notifications all the time. And it kind of benefits the, uh, I suppose, like economics of society in a way that we don't because it's like, oh, I would just rather order in Uber Eats Mm -hmm. and I would rather spend the money there. And I would rather just, you know, watch some Netflix and not do that than go out and actually like have to do shit. Yeah. And I feel it's kills. Yeah. And it's like, I just read brave new world. Oh yeah. Oh man. And it's exactly like this. I'm seeing Zane and he's getting excited. Um, and it's like this society where everything is very comfortable Mm -hmm. and you, there's this drug called Soma Mm -hmm. and it's like a hallucinogen, but without any bad side effects. And so you go on holidays. So it's like, you're meant to, basically compete in all these like trivial sports which require as much expensive equipment and like weird ways of doing things as physically possible so that it stimulates the economy and then so like people go to their day job they go and play elevator tennis or something yeah and then you know if they get bored of all that they take soma and they go on a soma holiday so it's like people never get alone time they never get the time to think about oh what could i be doing to add value or something because that sort of puts this society which is running at like oh economic peak at risk yeah and it's kind of like oh the romans did that with bread and wine they ensured that bread was always cheap enough mm-hmm. for everyone to get and they gave like cheap entertainment so gladiators people were like oh we could revolt against the republic or, or we could watch Gladiators. Exactly. Yeah. That is that is Netflix. Yeah. And, and chill. chill. <laughs> the world doesn't want you to succeed, oh, man. It's boy, not no. working with no, you. They're happy for you to stay mm, where you complacent. are. Complacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do oh, your that's job. So scary. Pay for our service. Mm. Uh, and, and don't think. Mm. 
You know what I mean? And like that's you're right. Facebook has the never ending scroll mm. that that mimics a slot machine. Oh god. The the notification mm. bubbles, a little red dot. Oh my god. You the get little, little dopamine hits. Yeah, you little, and then like <gasps> Sorry, they start. Dopamine. Oh. You know, I don't use Facebook much, right? Mm. So it's so I don't know if everyone's is like mm. this, but my Facebook is so desperate to get me on it. It starts sending me notifications when people post things. Yeah, it's like, hey, this guy you haven't seen in ages and don't care about, just post this thing. Mm. Look at it. I'm like, why? Stop this. Go yeah, away. Uh, but it's it's to get you there so their ads get like get them revenue. Yeah, and it's like, I think the thing is, it's particularly difficult. I think mm-hmm. with someone who does freelance or with people who are in the creative arts who use social media as a way to market and advertise themselves for free and you like create portfolios and stuff basically. Yeah. And so you kind of have to be on it and it's part of your job to, to do that. Like you can further your career by creating a space and creating an audience and like keeping them there. Nurturing that. Yeah. Which is great, but also. It's a huge time sink. So. Yeah. I wonder, I often wonder, is it, is it harder to achieve like we have all these opportunities now. Mm. You can get any content you want mm. across the world instantly, right? Yeah. But we have more uh, distractions. Like mm. is it harder in the modern day to mm. like do good stuff compared to like when they just had television and radio? I'd, I couldn't I answer know. that. I, I reckon it's got to do with like an oversaturation. Like I think I was reading something and it mm-hmm. was saying that there's something like 80,000 pieces of content are created every day for Instagram alone. Yeah. And it's like, you know, fair enough, you want to make stuff, but like there's an oversaturated market. It's like if there is a line, if there's a street full Mm. of burger restaurants, why the fuck are you going to put another burger restaurant there? You know, like you don't stand a chance. People come there for burgers. Mm. People come there for burgers, but you've also got like seven other competitors (laughs) in that same street. Like, ha. It's dumb. But we all do it. I mean, I yeah. waste my I waste so much time on it. Oh man, so much time. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm using Instagram to network and learn. I'm not. Half right. the time I'm not. I'm just like, oh, that's pretty. It's just it's easier. Mm. It's so hard to sit down and and to get in the zone and create something mm. or to start something. Yeah. That's that's the hardest part, like starting it. And I don't find sorry, you, you go. And then once you start to get the ball rolling, mm. you know, you just like you hit a roadblock. Oh, well, Netflix is there. I'll just mm. watch one episode of this. But you mm. can binge three seasons in one go. Why ever come back? Yeah. Oh, that's so tough. Like I find that I'm good at starting, mm-hmm. but then as soon as like that initial high of fuck yeah, I'm gonna make something wears off. I'm just like, oh yeah, it gets hard again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can do the beginning and the ending because anxiety um but the middle bit has always been super difficult for me so yeah. like what do you do we were talking about what do you do when you fall off the wagon yes yeah. ah oh, it, it's what do you tough. do oh you want that's right that's one of the questions what do you do when you mm. fall off the wagon mm. yeah i had a big think about this mm. and i had a big think of like what i do mm. and um i think you gotta shock the system pardon you gotta shock your system <laughs> okay what do you and, mean and you gotta muscle yourself into something. Mm. So you're sitting there, it's been three days, mm. you're binging Netflix, you're binging YouTube, mm. you know what I mean? Like all mm. the content's dry, you're bored now. Mm. You know what you got to do, mm. but you're choosing, like you're aware, mm. but you're choosing not to. Yeah. All right, step one, get up, mm. walk outside, 
go for a run, go for a mm. walk, hit the gym, just do something to get like the blood pumping. Yeah. And then when you get back inside, go straight to whatever it is you need to do mm. and just jam it out. And then when you're done, go straight to the next thing. Mm. If you hit a roadblock, go back outside, come back and just keep doing it. And then the next day you're going to wake up, you're probably going to be in the same little hole, but mm. you just start the process again until you're not in the hole. Yeah. You know, like it's not that it's not easy to do it, but mm. I think the answer is that simple. Mm. It's nothing to it but to do it yeah it's not easy though Mm. but like i think i feel like we all kind of know that but Mm. it's just when you're in those holes it's hard to it really is to do it but that's that's all it is Mm. i think in those moments it's also important to not um let your inner critic get the worst of you because i feel like Mm. although it can sometimes be useful to use um you know, that voice in your head that's like, come on, you've got to do stuff. Why won't you do stuff? Do the thing. Yeah. Sometimes it can motivate, but for me, at least most of the time, it just demoralizes me. Mm-hmm. And I suppose in the, what, what do you do when? To get motivated. Yeah. Like how do you oh, motivate boy. yourself to like climb out the hole? Do you like. I've tried lots of things. At one point I had a bet with a friend that like, if I didn't do this thing so many times a week, I had to pay him. Mm. First week I paid him. Second week I paid him mm-hmm. and then I just stopped paying him. I didn't do it. Mm. <laughs> I just chose not to. You know, so like it wasn't financial. The mm. Where we started, like breaking it down to something mm. so simple it's stupid, mm. that's been the only thing. I want to learn an, an accordion. Mm. I've been like trying yeah. to learn. Uh, my goal wasn't play the accordion every day. It's pick it up. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. And like so, so many habits actually form part of achieving long-term goals. Yeah. And those goals can be so, so scary when you look at them as like, oh, yeah, I want to have a full-time acting career. And it's like, oh, fuck, yeah. how do I do that? Well, you just got to – I think it's just you got to break it down so it's mm. so stupid, so stupidly mm. simple that there's no way you can't do that one thing every day. Mm. Absolutely. And then when you get into that habit, mm-hmm. you move up to the next habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so you're picking up the accordion every day and playing it. Mm. Now start thinking of like music and look for different like musical goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if, if that falls apart, go back to step yeah. one. Start again. <laughs> yeah. And um, with that, that segues perfectly into our segment called Things I've Never Said. Uh, also, Zane has briefly got to go get a couch. So uh, we're going to wave to Zane. Bye. We'll see you in a minute. Um, so the Things I've Never Said segment yeah. is where we accept submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. So this week we've got three. Um, the first one is I've flossed more times this year than I have in my entire life before. <laughs> Go you. Go you, well you good done. thing. Like you, you've done shit, man. That's hard. Yeah, flossing. That's yeah. one that... Gets away from most of us. <laughs> it does though. And like I, I was complaining once to this um, th- this stranger. Um, I was working retail and I was just making conversation. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, I really should like take better care of my teeth. And immediately she was like, do you floss? Because she was like a dental hygienist. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no. And she was like, you should floss. I'm like, mm, but flossing's hard. I'm looking at you from here and I'm telling you, sister, you got to floss. <laughs> you ain't flossing and I can tell. <laughs> And one day I'm going to see you in my surgery and I'm going to say, I told you so. Mm. Uh. Legitimately, that could be my fate though. <laughs> that is my fate. I yeah. know it. I, I've been avoiding mm. the dentist because I know I'm going to get in there and he's just going to slap me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to shake your hand and be like, thank you, son. Now I can afford the yacht I want. <laughs> and then slap me. <laughs> you fool. I know you're coming back, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why is it so hard to do things that are good for us? Like... 
flossing, eating vegetables, yeah. getting enough sleep. Because we suck. <laughs> no, I don't Adulthood know. is hard. <laughs> yeah, there's always too much. I don't know. You got to choose your battles. Mm. Pick the ones that you really want to win at. Today it was the accordion. Yeah. Tomorrow it would also be the accordion. Maybe maybe on Monday we will do flossing. Yeah. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't, accordion uh, is still more important. You can always get veneers. Hey, if that accordion makes me some money, I can buy new teeth. You can. Fucking expensive. That's a terrible business that's, strategy. That's, that's, not but... a, that's not a good one. <laughs> that's what, it is what it is. <laughs> right. Um, next one. Um, if I don't have a goal in mind, I never stick with the habit. Help. Mm. I feel this one to the marrow of oh, my bones. Yeah. Oh, do you have like a, a, an experience with it or? Um, yeah, when you just tell yourself, oh, I should be doing this mm. just because like you should. Oh, God, should is such a bad word. Yeah, it doesn't it do- mean you're gonna. It doesn't accomplish anything. Like saying you should do this or you should try this. It's like take yeah. that and insert it up yourself. You know, I had a conversation with a friend last night about uh, she'd achieved so much that she didn't mm. know what her next goal should be. Oh, yeah. Like I was like, wow, one, you're really lucky. Mm. She's like, <laughs> she's gotten so to the goal. Successful. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, fuck, now what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Where's the next mountain? I think it's, you know, this question is probably, uh, or the statement anyway, it's probably a bit like that. Like you got to take some time to kind of ask yourself these questions and, and come up with something that resonates with you. And if you mm. find nothing, then you got to start doing things that will make you think so that you can mm. get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find... Um, you know, I'd heard before that you need thinking space to come up with good ideas, hmm. right? And What's then thinking space, you know, like time when you don't have anything scheduled. You just oh, okay. Like, so like you block out between you going task to task to task. You yeah. actually set aside like a solid hour and be like, nope, gonna do nothing. This is time just for ideas to flow, right? But if that like the thing is, I discovered recently that to get the most out of that, first you got to do a lot of thinking. Mm. So like spend your day doing stuff, mm. you know. And then give yourself like at night in the afternoon, I don't know, go for a 30 minute walk. Mm. And you're, because you've gone from all the stimulus to nothing, your brain starts inventing its own movie and like giving you ideas. Mm. Yeah. And that's why, um, like so many good book ideas and stuff come to people on the bath, on the bath, on the the bus, on the toilet, in the bath, like yeah. JK Rowling came up with the idea for Harry Potter when she was on a train and then her next book when she was on a plane. So yeah, that makes sense. Just get on public transport. If you need to come up with a best-selling novel idea, I guess. See what I discovered, right? Is it's not enough just to give yourself like thinking space. Like Mm. if you're just watching telly all day, when you switch it off, your mind isn't going to thinking space though. No, it's not going to, it's not going to run that way. Like it's better to, I don't know, finish a game of chess, Mm. like, be writing something and then just go for a walk and, mm. and just let your mind do what it wants. Yeah. So to that person that's like trying to achieve things, I don't know, like load yourself up for some stuff, give yourself nothing to do and mm. then see if the answer presents itself. Huh. If it doesn't, you might think of a new design for the toilet. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, d- Lord knows it would be cool to have a more water efficient, less weird design. Like how about we're, we are pooping into a porcelain tub like that's that's kind of what it is yeah and i love it all right moving right <laughs> along <laughs> this episode sponsored by porcelain tubs toilets uh, get yours today <laughs> if you would like to sponsor us or if you know someone who would please let me know i would like money thank you <laughs> i second that yeah um i think that that's one of the things about 
kind of making work is trying to find people to help you make it because mm. like at the minute it's just taking a lot of my time which mm. is fine but at some point I've got to say well if I'm putting this much time in I actually do need to get some sort of like monetary gain or something out of it or like yeah. at least if it's a little bit just to break even with like I think a lot of people costs. want to be that like solo warrior mm. you know the, the one-man army but it's so much better with the team because then yeah. you lessen the load and you get more minds thinking. Yes. You know what I mean? It'd be great to be like, mm. I make content. You edit it and you sell it and give me oh, profit. Yes. Oh my God. This was the one of the main things that I <clears throat> one of the main things that I learned last year was that um in twenty seventeen I was like, Oh, I need to do all of these things, otherwise I can't succeed. And then in twenty eighteen I was like, I cannot do all of these things because <laughs> I will just do maybe most of them, but shit. Yeah, or you have so like you said in the beginning, you have mm. so many things that you don't know you don't start. Yeah, because you're like, ah, oh, the goal, like it's I want uh-huh. so much that. Uh, yeah, you paralyze yourself, and it's yeah. Ugh. But like they say, um, if you want to travel fast, go alone. If you want to go far, take a friend. Yeah, I. Yeah, I feel you, that, that you need sense. a support group. You can't be a solo warrior because ultimately, like when you're in the hole, mm. some days you're gonna need like a friend to be like, okay. Today you rest. Tomorrow you climb out the hole. Yeah, you call them. You're like, hey, tomorrow come over. We're going to go for a walk and yeah. then we're both going to do an activity. Yeah, or like <laughs> just call them and be like, hey, I'm having a shit day. Can can you tell me I'm not shit? Mm. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer to have someone like come over and be mm. like, I'm going to work on this thing and you work on your thing and we're just going to like be in the same space mm. working on our own things. Yeah. Like, you know, seeing people do things like it gives- It motivates you. Yeah, it gives you energy. Mm. Totally. It's revitalizing. It, it very much is. Um, and our last, it kind of kind of ties in actually yeah. to our last confession is um, sometimes I feel so demoralized by how many days I haven't done something that I just don't bother trying again. Yeah. We kind of touched on this before, but I think it's kind of also got to do with the people who you have around you to support you and like hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, accountability is good. I've tried that where like, you tell someone, hey, I'm going to send you this thing by the end of the mm. week. And then I just end up hating myself because I don't do it. And then at the end of the week, uh, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I was never going to do it. Like mm. I, was, I was hoping that would. But you need the right people as well, though, because yeah. it's like you need someone that, that's willing to lend you assistance. Yeah. And also be like, so where's that thing? Yeah. And oh, OK, you haven't started. Well, like, here, I'll help okay. you with that thing. Let's yeah. Do it. So it's like, OK, well, you haven't started. Whatever. One of. The most, I, I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing this post-grad thing in advertising and uh, basically I had not started the assignment way too close to the deadline. I can't remember what exactly it was, but like I had sort of nutted out an idea and like a rough idea, but I needed help because I just did not know how to do it. And yeah. I met with my lecturer and he was like, there is no point in you freaking out about how close the deadline is or how little you've done because that will only stop you doing what you need to do. Yeah. I'm going to take you, like we're going to go through the step-by-step. I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to go away and do it. And it was one of the most like wonderful experiences I've ever had. Mm, I feel you. That makes, that guy's nice. That's a yeah, good person. He is so cool. So thank you. Michael Klein. It's weird. One of two things sort of happens mm. when you're coming up against something that you think you can't mm. do. You know what I mean? You've set like a deadline. Yeah. There's all these people that like need this mm. thing. 
and it's like a week out and you haven't started, mm. your back's up against the wall. You're like, mm. you're literally like knee deep in the shit. Mm. And you either kind of like fall over and just start like eating it and, mm. and just accept defeat or you get really angry and then eventually make something and it's like beautiful. Really? Yeah. I have never had that. Really? That's <laughs> No. You know what I mean? It's like I got 24 hours to jam out this mm. thing or like. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. And then the you shit just. Eats me. You just like that little voice that's like, you can't do it. You just go, go away for like 24 hours mm. and you just go and mm. you just like, you just write or you just make. Ride the adrenaline. You know what I mean? And then mm. you end up with this thing and you do some very like quick uh, mm. adjustments and then it's done. And mm. it's often really good because there's no filter. You haven't overthought it. No. Mm. And if it's not very good, you can. You event- can learn from that still. Exactly. You can learn from everything. Like th- one of the best things I've learned from being on Instagram Mm. is following this really cool lady called Laura Jane Williams, who's an author. And she's like, okay, there is a step before the first draft. It is called the trash draft. Yeah. And it is always going to be shit because starting is to begin to break your own heart. It's always perfect in your mind. And then you fuck it up with your human hands and your measly abilities and you just have to accept that it's going to be shit the first time around. Yeah. You know, I was uh, reading a story this morning and there's this, this line in it where this guy goes, everything in the world flows towards mediocrity. Like you, you don't need to cooperate to get there, mm-hmm. but to be very, very terrible at something like completely mm-hmm. incompetent or completely efficient at it takes great effort. <laughs> That's excellent. You know what I mean? So like your first yeah. draft is like you flowing the river of incompetency mm. and mediocrity. And then after that, you start to like wrangle it and change mm. the direction. Yeah. And I, I think it's like going back to the initial thing. It's kind of going, okay, well, it's shit now, but you have to have the right team around you. You have to put things in place. Like when your back is against the wall, mm-hmm. you you were saying how like you either accept defeat or you're like, fuck it, do it. And I panic and I have to like rely on basically I, I've had to have this system in place to mm-hmm. to deal with moments like that because I get it like not just for assignments that are late, but just like for my day-to-day life. Like I'll wake up and be like, oh God, how will I face today? And so I have to have so much routine and so much like, okay, well, first off, we will make a list of all the things and then we will prioritize them. Yeah. But first off, you eat. Because <laughs> I can't function if I don't eat. Yeah, it's good. Breaking it down. Mm, I like, and I have to be methodical about it. Like, and maybe that's another way to get back on the wagon is like you were saying, go back, bring it back to the first, the very first, so simple, you can't fuck it up step. Yeah. And then, you know, the problem is when you're off the wagon, it's too easy to give in to like. Oh, it's so easy. So that's why, you know, you finish eating, mm. wash a dish and then just like start something. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may end up cleaning your entire house before you get to like what it is you need to do, mm. but just keep going from yes. thing to thing. Yes. And then if you start and you fall off the wagon again, you find yourself like staring at like a mm. blank something or you're halfway through it. Just go to something else mm. and then come back to it, you know? Yeah. Like, but just don't give you a, because you're in a bad space, don't give yourself a chance to like sit in the hole. Mm. I I don't know. Some, ta- some days I think that like, you know, if, if you're having a bad mental health day or something, it's just mm. like, okay, this is today. And today I'm in the hole and it's real shit and I'm just going to have to get through today. So yeah. on those kind of days, I'm like, okay, well. What can I do ostensibly? What's like a tiny thing that I can do to make myself feel better and help myself, but like not push myself too hard on those days. Cause like 
Um, I, I was talking to you about how like I went to this networking event on one of those days and I will never do that to myself again. Yes. Because I undermine myself consistently because yeah, it's like. it's not healthy. No, it's not. And or it's helpful. like it, it undid all of this good work that I'd done beforehand, like making connections and like yeah. fostering relationships. And then I just went and shat all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, I got to admit, look, you're in a, a bit of a harder boat because you're going to need like a really good support network. You know what mm. I mean? I'm lucky. I got an amazing mm. partner that will see me in these holes and like mm. push me. Mm. Maybe that's why when I'm against the wall, I, I don't eat the shit. It's because I'm, I'm like forcibly pushed away from it. Mm. Uh, but I guess for when you're with yourself, you're probably right. You, you need to call someone and be like, yo, we, we like, you got to help mm. me today. I need a hand. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing. Um, no man is an island. You can't, no matter how independent you are, you cannot actually get through this life alone. Like yeah. you can't actually eat breakfast without having at least five people help you. Because who made your wheat fix? Who packaged them? Who Some kind of delivered factory. them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, mm. so if you ever have one of those um, sort of uh, contact mm. building days on one of those mm. bad days, like if you know that's coming, then in the morning you're like, well, I need, I need someone to give me a big push today. I need someone to hold my hand. You know, if it's, Please. If it's avoidable, mm. avoid it. Yeah. But if you got to go, then mm. like go guns blazing. <laughs> I, I would probably limit it. I'd be like, okay, I only have to do this for one hour and that is it. Mm. I will arrive. I will have a drink. I will say hello to one person and then I will fuck off. Well, go go with a friend and have them as your shadow because mm. that way you can ride kind of uh, shotgun mm. and let them do the carrying mm. of these conversations while yeah. you're just sitting there thinking, oh, I hate everything. <laughs> the sun is too hot. That duck is too cute. I feel like I have lost five layers of skin in the past five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you so much for talking to me today. I wanted to finish off by asking the question that I ask everyone. Yep. Um, and that is, what would you do if you knew 10,000 people would do the same? Oh, this is a good one. Mm. I would go to a public beach and go skinny dipping. Is it a nudist beach or have no, you no, just public, made it? Just, like, I just want like, you know, like imagine just the whole east coast of Australia. Everyone <laughs> at the beach just spontaneously goes, that's it. It's time. And they just like rip their clothes off and just go swimming. No judgment. Just Why everyone not? having a good time. That's beautiful. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone should at least once in their life go into the ocean naked. It's a good feeling. I'm going to trust you on that one. Um, I don't, I can't remember if I've done that or not, but. Find in my mind, I'm like put that on your things to sand. do before you die. Yeah, no, like least. the ocean, man. It's like, like you know, when waves like splash you in the mm. face and stuff. It's funny when it splashes you on the bare butt. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the ocean slapping your butt. Yeah, it's that's like, what it's that like, is. <laughs> it's kissing my butthole, real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Nick. Um, uh, do you have anything to plug? Where can we find you? Oh, where can you find me? Mm. Look, instead of me, follow Art for Earthlings. Mm. A-R-T underscore F-O-R underscore E-A-R-T-H-L-I-N-G-S on Instagram. Woo! We do school touring shows. Uh, we just finished a one-woman show called Plastica Fantastica. It's so fantastic. Which uh. might be coming up somewhere in Brisbane yes! soon. Yeah, follow us on there and, and you'll see some great content. Frick, yes. And then... Um, did you want to plug your your personal Instagram, or are you like no? Nah, that nah, is nah. A, that's that. that's trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not trash. Um, but yeah, okay. So. It's kind of it's kind of useless. It's where I dump stuff that I'm like, yeah, hopefully someone laughs at this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alrighty. So um, follow Nick um, and all of his wonderful theatre and artistic exploits at Art for Earthlings on yeah. Instagram. Heck yes. Look out for him. Is it a – what commercial is it that you're in? You're in a commercial at the minute. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Queensland Health Fries Guys, what I'm called. Uh, I, I break up with some French fries. Oh, was that very difficult? Did they cry? They did. Salty, salty tears. They did. They're too delicious. Mm. But I had to say goodbye. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you just got to sometimes. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks, as always, to Zane at That's Not Kind of Productions, thank who's you, currently Zane. trying to fit a couch through a very small doorway. Fuck yeah. Um, thank you to Zane again for uh, recording and producing the show. Graphics by Claudia Piggott. Music arranged by Jessica Fletcher. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod. And thank you, Paula, for having me. Aww, and running thanks. this thing. Thanks for coming, Nick. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. See you next time. Ciao. The world is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical, subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.